0: I don't believe that running a business is ever one size fits all. There's almost always more than one way to get the results you want. And quite frankly, I've had it with the cookie cutter approaches and blueprints to success because if it was really that easy, heck, everyone would be doing it. Even so I'm constantly amazed how many of us are willing to go through the motions to try to sell shit. We don't even want to be doing in the first place. Because there are few things more painful in biz than trying to sell an offer you feel lukewarm about. Maybe you're there now, or maybe you haven't fully admitted it to yourself, but that might be the exact thing under the surface, keeping you from the success you want. That's why in today's episode, we're having the exact permission giving conversation you need to hear to find success on your own terms. We're dishing out what it really takes to pivot your business, follow that inner nudge that says you're meant for more, plus create an offer you're wildly excited to sell and serve, no matter how far you feel from that now. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guest today is Haley LaRose. Haley is a web designer for coaches, creatives and online entrepreneurs who want to do good and create a huge impact on the world and those around them. With 10 plus years of experience working in the creative industry, She helps them to completely up-level their DIY websites and bring their creative vision to life. She believes that your website should be both beautifully designed and strategically built so you can optimize your online presence for even more clients, income, and impact. She lives in New York with her husband and two cats. She is also a spin class devotee, lover of nature, Earl Grey tea, and cooking competition shows. Haley, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Amanda. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on the show. <laughs> so I went over your bio, but I would love to hear in your own words. Can you tell me a little bit about what it is that you do and why you do it?
1: Yes, Absolutely. So as you said, I am a web designer and I also offer one day design intensives for coaches, creatives, and online entrepreneurs, because I truly believe that your website is such a powerful tool for your business. And like you said, it should be both beautifully designed, but also strategically optimized. And I feel so passionate about that because I just see so many people out there who, you know, try and maybe build their websites on their own or just DIY it. And, you know, that really can actually hurt your business. So I really love being able to help people uh, optimize their websites. So that's really
0: working for them. Uh, Yes, I love that so much. And I think pretty much everyone who listens to this show knows that I have a background in branding and web design as well. So I truly know the impact that that can have. And I just think that it's so incredible that you do this work. And I just love the impact that those visuals can have on your overall brand and your overall business and how credible you look and how professional. And I just think that this is just such a needed market right now, especially with your one day design intensives, because I know that for a lot of people, they DIY their website in the beginning, they kind of hack it together and then they kind of wonder well, I know it could be better, but I just don't know what to shift. And I think that for a long time, there was a gap between how do I still have a professional website and how do I not have to invest like tens of thousands of dollars into getting said professional website? Or how do I not have to wait six months for this thing to actually go live? So I just love that you're really filling that gap in, that, in, in the industry right now.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I mean... You know, especially with the one day design intensives, I think one of the most exciting things about it is, you know, like you said, you have your background in design, you know, how, you know, projects get delayed, deadlines get pushed, you know, there's a lot of back and forth between people, um, you know, like between the designer and yourself. And it's like, you know, somewhere along the way, I feel like you lose that kind of excitement and momentum and like really getting, you know, your website or whatever it is out there. So like with the intensives, it's super cool that we can kind of work together and be collaborative and actually bring it together in such a short period of time. And I love being able to, you know, really bring that energy into not only the people that I work with into their business, but you know, like, they bring that into their business going forward as well. You know, just that excitement and like putting something out there that they're really happy and excited to share with others. It's awesome.
0: Oh, so good. And I, I think too, like with my coaching clients in particular, like They could, their business could shift so much in six months, right? Like that's literally what we're here for. We're here for that kind of transformation. We're here for that kind of like massive results for the income and the impact that they desire. And part of that is really having that ability as a small business owner to be nimble and to make changes when you have that kind of aligned inspiration and put things out there more quickly and really be scrappy and messy in that way. Because (laughs) I think that, But a lot of times that is what moves your business forward in the way that you want it to, right? I think that a lot of times in the beginning, especially mindset can really hold us back from putting our ideas out there and really acting on them while they still feel in alignment. And I think that that is one of the things that I work with my clients a lot with in the beginning, because that is kind of that area where we're holding ourselves back. Right. Like that's the the spot where we're like, oh, I don't know. Should I put it out there? Like it'd probably be a lot of work. I don't even know if I could get it up there that quickly. Would anyone even want this? And all those thoughts that hold us back. But when you're able to find a service provider like you who can put it together in a day and allow people to really act on those inspired ideas that Quickly, it just moves your business forward that much faster. So, I just think that it is such a powerful offering that you have. And I am just so excited to talk about this more today and talk about um, the mindset shift that really got you here and how you kind of acted on this inspiration and created this offer and created it in a way that just felt aligned to you. Yeah. And I
1: I love that you expressed it like that so succinctly, um, because I think it's true. I think especially when you're working in a creative process, it's like, you know, there is something great about working on that inspired moment. And like, rather than, you know, waiting for, you know, weeks or months, or, you know, I've even heard people say years sometimes, which is a little Mm -hmm. scary, you know, and it's like, your business changes so much. And then I think it also comes into like, second guessing yourself and second guessing your decisions, you know, and like, things can change so much over time, that like, really being able
0: to act on it quickly is just, you know, like such a gift. Yes. Oh my gosh. So true. Yeah. So talk to me. I know a little bit of your background, but I would love to hear a little bit about how you got into website design. I know that you were a VA before this and you made a pretty big pivot in your business. And I freaking love pivots because as you know, I made one as well. <laughs> yes. And I just think that this is an area that isn't talked about nearly enough in the entrepreneurial world. So talk to me a, a little bit about your journey there.
1: Yeah, so it has been quite the journey. (laughs) Um, So I actually went to NYU uh, studying video editing and photography. So I have a creative background. And when I was finished with college, uh, I, you know, all of my friends, you know, my colleagues, everyone decided to stay in New York City. And I realized that wasn't really the life that I wanted to live, that wasn't the environment that I wanted to be in. So I decided to move uh, back upstate about an hour and a half north of the city and like, you know, just be surrounded by nature, you know, in the mountains and the water and everything that was like really inspiring for me. But of course, you know, up here, there's not as many job opportunities, you know, especially in the creative fields. Uh, So I ended up actually working for uh, a school photography company, which is kind of crazy. Um, You know, like the people that come in and take all the school pictures. And Mm -hmm. so it was a lot of like travel. Like I was going, um, you know, between New York and Connecticut and New Jersey, you know, it's a lot of travel, long days. And I was working there for probably about, I would say almost four or five years. And I was like you know, like so many of us have thought in the past, uh, this can't be all there is. It was basically sucking my soul. It's like, I have to do Mm -hmm. something different with my life. It was basically like, you know, I was in a creative field, but it didn't feel creative um, is what it really came down to. Um, And so my mom is a health coach and she had had a VA for many years. And she was like, I think you would actually be really great at this. Um and it's so funny because I had never thought about having my own business. I never thought about being an entrepreneur and it's funny because basically everyone in my family is. You know, my my grandparents, both of my parents, my husband, they all have their own businesses. And I was just like, "What? Starting my own business? That sounds crazy." Um but I looked into it and my mom was like, "You know, you have so much technology you have, you know, the customer service experience, you know, you have the creativity, you know, being a VA could be a really great option. You know, so I took a VA training program for 6 months and I had a little break of about I think a couple months before I had to go back to my other job because it was like sort of that off season, you know, where schools are, you know, closed for holidays and all that and I had set a goal for myself and I was like I have two months. I'm not going back to my other job. Like, do or die. I was like, I'm going to make this happen. I, you know, really just want a different way, you know? And so, within those couple months, you know, I started taking on clients. And within that time, I actually replaced the income that I was making at my other job. And so, by the time I had to go back, I was like, Nope. <laughs> Bye. I'm done. And yes. I like yeah. It was awesome. And I it was like everything that I never knew that I wanted. You know, I was just like being okay. my own boss, setting my own hours, working from home, which is kind of a dream. Um and so I actually built my VA business up to capacity. I actually ended up bringing on uh, a couple team members to support me and my clients. And it was awesome. And I really loved, you know, the relationships that I was building with my clients. Um, I was getting to do like a different variety of work. Um, you know, a lot of it was creative as well as sort of the tech side of things. So that was like three years ago. And I think like sometime between now and then, like things started shifting. And I was like, you know, I'm really missing like that creative spark. I miss, you know, doing creative work all day. Mhm-hmm. Yeah. And just sort of like, I think dropping into like, you know, that creative flow rather than like checking off a list of tasks, you know, and like having like 72 things to do per day. It was a lot. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, you know, how could this be different? You know, if I was to like really dream about what I want, you know, for my business, like what would I really want to do? You know, it was almost like I had kind of you know, inadvertently boxed myself into sort of a similar situation as I think many people do when they're first starting their businesses. You know, of like creating a similar environment that you had, you know, at a previous job or like in a corporate, you know, situation. And so, like along the way, you know, I had been doing some graphic design work, I'd been doing some web design work uh, for my VA clients. And I was like, wow, I really like this, and it reminded me a lot of you know the video editing that I had done in college because it was sort of like you know taking all these like separate pieces and like figuring out a way to bring it together in a way that was like cohesive and that was beautiful yes. and that made sense and so i kind of started to dream a little bit and i was like could i do this full time you know and i was <laughs> like could i actually you know shift my business and pivot it and like it it seems kind of scary because you know as you said before like with your background and pivoting to coaching you know you're like could i really like you know, I have a successful business, could I really pivot it to something that seems completely different serving my audience in like a completely different way? You know, like, will that actually work? And so I, you know, for a while, I kind of started doing both, you know, I I took on like different design projects. And like that worked for a while. (laughs) You know, and then I kept feeling like that pull, I was like, you know, I think I really have to make the jump you know, I think I have to completely change, you know, and it had nothing, of course, to do with the clients that I was working with, you know, at the time it was more so like the work and I just was feeling, you know, not as like lit up by it anymore. So, you know, I was like, okay, I have to figure out how to do this. And I actually looked into a course for, um, one day intensives, you know, because Mm. I had been working on design projects that at that point, because I was still doing VA work, I was like, Oh, these design projects are taking months. And I was like, there has to be like a better way to do this. You know, so I took this course and within the space of taking the course, I booked three design intensives like easily. And I was like, Whoa, how could this be possible? Like that was so easy. And it just felt like so aligned Yes. Yes. Oh, so good. Yes. Yes. I was like, this feels so right. You know, even though it's scary, I was like, this feels right. And I think it was like the first time that I really experienced like true alignment both in, you know, like the work that I was doing, but also in like how I was doing it, you know, in the fact that it was both design work and like such a quick turnaround, because I was like, I'm doing the work that I love. And I love being able to focus on, you know, just one client at a time and like really dive deep, you know, into the work with them throughout the day, you know, and just like really get into that flow state and be able to create something with them was really awesome. So Yeah, like recently it's just been like fully transitioning over into, you know, design and design intensives. And I, it it just feels great. I'm like, haven't looked back.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love that story so much because I think there is so much good stuff there. I was like, just listening to you talk. I'm like, I'm just going to let her keep going because this is so good. (laughs) But I think that a lot of times what happens when we create that first business or that initial business is we're kind of just looking for evidence that it'll work, right? We're kind of just looking for that own like proof or confidence that we can actually do this thing, that we can actually not work in a corporate environment, that we can step outside of that, that we can do work, that we can get paid for this work. And that like all of the mechanics actually are there first. And I think a lot of times, like, that's what we're looking for in that first business. We just want to know we can do the thing. And then it's kind of like you hit a point where you're like, oh, okay, I know I can do the thing now. Is this actually the thing I want to do? <laughs> you know? Yes. Oh,
1: I 100% agree. Yeah. And it's it's also like, you know, I feel super grateful for, you know, the time and the work that I did do as a VA, because like you said, I think it really set the stage and like the foundation and helped me like, really learn how to like run my own business and like grow my own business successfully, you know, and how to interact with clients, how to market myself, all of these things. And I think without that, you know, foundation, it would have felt so much harder, you know, to start away, essentially.
0: Yes. And I think that's the other thing that comes up for me there is it just begins to feel less scary, right? Because you've already built up that kind of like foundation. You've built up that confidence. You've built up that ability to run a business, which I think is like its own skill set basically. And then you're like, okay, how do I apply this knowledge? How do I apply this skill set to what I actually want to be doing? So in a way it's scary because you're like, Well, do I actually want to like go back to square one and recreate an entirely new business? Because I mean, every business times takes time to build up to some extent, right? So I think that like the idea of kind of going backwards can be frightening where, where you think about it and you're like, is that crazy? Like, do I actually want to do that? Like, am I? is this like a form of self-sabotage where I'm taking a good thing and just like (laughs) (laughs) saying, nope, not that. Like, let's keep going. Let's try something new. Like I know that those were all things that I definitely experienced when I made my pivot to coaching. But I think that when you follow that alignment and like, I don't know how it was for you. And I think we're getting into the mindset shift here, but I don't know how it was for you, but I always felt like even when I tried to stay the course, even when I was like, no, like I'll just keep doing design. I was still having those kind of like inner nudges. I was still having that, those like tiny bits of evidence that like, no, like this is really like, I really want to be doing coaching or like I could be making so much more of an impact on coaching. Or even though like, design is important, this person would benefit so much more from coaching. Like (laughs) there were always those thoughts that would pop up along the way. So like, even when I tried to stay the course and like ignore them, it just didn't work, right? I was, I was at this point where I was like, "There's, there's totally something here. There's totally something more here that I'm just like not letting myself fully acknowledge yet." And I think that it was when I started really paying attention to that and really listening to my intuition in that regard, and honestly, getting support too. Like you mentioned that you had taken that intensive course, but like I think that that was very similar to me, where I like I worked with a lot of coaches to try to figure out what it. Was that I wanted to coach around, or what it was that I was like having this. Inner nudge around and how that actually became a program and how it turned into the kind of mindset coaching that I do today. Because at the time, I didn't even know that mindset coaching was a thing, right? Like that was so far off my radar. But I think that really just following those kind of like inner nudges and then also getting support when you need it was a huge game changer for me. And I know that that is where my clients see the most results as well, is because they've kind of gotten it as far as they can on their own. And they're ready for someone else to like step in and help, right? They're ready for someone else to like reflect that back and help them like, like they've been pushing the boulder up the hill for so long, that they're (laughs) kind of ready for someone to help so that we can start like pushing it down the other side and start gaining momentum, you know? Oh my gosh. Yes. That is such a good analogy because I think for so long... I was getting
1: those little little inner nudges too. And I was like, okay, what's wrong here? I was like, why am I not enjoying VA work as much as I originally, you know, I thought that something was wrong, but it was really just like, you know, my intuition trying to like steer me in the direction that I think I truly needed to go in. And I was like, almost resistant to listening to it for so long because I was like, but wait, I'm here, you know, this is the work that I'm doing. Why is it, you know why does it seem like I need to be doing something else? You know, and I also have an amazing coach. And like, like you said, you know, I, she never was like, you need to like, you know, let go of all your VA clients and completely switch over. But she kept like also giving me little nudges to, you know, all of those little suggestions that made me think, okay, you know, I think I actually need to listen to like what's happening here and like, stop ignoring it and really sit with it. And like, Figure out what it's trying to tell me. And I think a lot of times, too, you know, your intuition can be coming through, but also like you're scared. You know, you're scared Mm -hmm. because you're like, is like this seems completely new and different. And like, obviously, the unknown is always scary, right? So you're like, should I really listen to this? You know, there's there's that whole
0: thing, too. So if you had to like sum it up in like one mindset shift that's made the biggest difference for you, what would you say? Like, what is like the the one thing you can point to that you're like, this was what shifted?
1: Yeah. So I would say for me, uh, one of the biggest shifts that helped me was believing that I could create success my own way and on my own terms. And I think especially like in the online space and like with social media, like in our faces all the time, you know, like Mm. we're bombarded with other people's versions of success and how they do their business, how they do their lives, you know, and it's in front of us all the time, you know, so naturally we start, you know, comparing ourselves to others and we're like, well, you know, she followed this 10 step formula or this blueprint, you know, or uh, whatever it may be. And we think that well that must be the way to success. You know, and if I'm right. not doing it like someone else, it must be wrong. But I totally. don't think that's the case. Yeah.
0: I think that that is just like so available and so accessible in our industry in general because if you think about it, like we're all online business owners, we all operate our business online. We're all using very similar tools, right? Mm-hmm. So we're all on very similar platforms and I think that there is just like this constant message around like, this is how you do it, right? Like this is how you build up the super successful business. This is the blueprint you need to use to get your business to this amount of money or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just, don't buy into that. And I think that it took me a really long time to realize exactly how much BS is surrounding that. And I don't mean that from a a point of people aren't coming to that from a place of integrity. I think a lot of the times what it is that they're promoting really did work for them and really did like happen that quickly and really did change things for them in a big way. So I'm not saying like people are lying or anything like that, but I do think that If there's like one secret to business, and you know I don't really believe in secrets, but if there was one secret to business, I think that what I have found is the moments where I am the most true to me, when I am following my intuition, when I am letting that guide me, when I am doing it my way that is when I see the most results. And I know that that is like so freaking annoying to hear because yes. a lot of us are like, okay, girl, I get it. But like, I don't even know how to do that. Right. Like I don't even know what my intuition's telling me or like my intuition is scared as fuck right now. Right. So- yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, what you said is so
1: great about integrity and I think, uh, it really comes down to, you know, defining what success looks like for you and trusting that you can have it that way, you know, and it it's not necessarily, you know, just about like, you know, hitting those like big income goals or like buying, you know, like a high ticket item, which like those things are all great, of course. But I think for me too, like, success can look like, you know, the small, you know, like day to day things like, you know, not getting ourselves boxed into a business that maybe fits like around our life, but rather like building a business that supports our desired life, you know, and like realizing that we have the choice and the power to make that
0: happen like exactly as we want it to. Totally. And I think that happens on a lot of different levels too. I think that... In the beginning, just figuring out what kind of business you want to run is the win, right? Right. Like just Mm -hmm. knowing that, okay, like this is, this feels mostly right. This feels like the thing I'm meant to be doing. This feels like my soul's purpose, right? So there's like that higher level there, but when you take it a step further and you're actually working in your business that often, right, and you're actually doing the thing, I think that's when those things like offers that are in alignment start to feel more important yes. because I think that you could be running the exact same business as someone else, right? Like, we all know there are tons of coaches out there, there are tons of web designers out there. Like, there are just like tons of people doing what we're doing. But I think that's where you get to make that differentiation right like you get to decide exactly how you're going to get your people results and exactly how you're going to do it in a way that feels in alignment to you and you get to create your own version of success so i think it's not just determining what it looks like from a like what am i like what kind of business am i running but actually like how do i want to run it like how do i want to work in my business in the day-to-day what do i want to offer people what do i want to price that at like i don't think that there is one right answer on this like i know that there are people who feel amazing having really premium priced offerings and i know that there are other people who would much rather have like much smaller bite-sized offerings at a much lower price point and just sell more of them and everything in between, right? (laughs) So I don't think that there's one right way. I just think that there's a right way to do it for you. And part of that is experimenting. Part of it is just like navigating and seeing what works and what doesn't. And sometimes that information of what isn't working or what you don't like doing is just as valuable as the things that actually work and that you actually like doing do you agree oh i totally agree
1: and and i think even just to take it back to like my experience as a va you know in comparison to how i feel like for example selling my you know intensives now like when i get on sales calls with people you know i'm like so happy and so joyful to talk to people about it and it just feels so easy and i feel like that comes you know like in such contrast not that like you know, talking to people about VA work felt hard, but I just never felt like that internal, like, yes, like this is, you know, this is like what I want to be doing. This is how I want to be, you know, serving people. Um, does that make sense? You know, it was just yes. like, it made everything feel so much easier and just so much lighter. And like, was like, yeah, this is how I want to be running my business. <laughs> it's so funny.
0: <laughs> okay. Ladies, Tell me, are you excited about the offer you're currently selling? If the first word that came to mind was no, then don't panic. Honestly, this is such good information to have because it can be a catalyst for a massive shift in your business and even more results because nothing's more frustrating than going through the motions, telling yourself you've tried everything and wondering why even still nothing is working. And that's exactly what I'm here to help you with during my absolutely free 30-minute Sincere Sales coaching call. Together, we'll get to the root of the mindset challenge that's holding you back from feeling excited to sell your offer. You'll walk away from this call with one simple shift you can take to start closing more sales with more ease than ever before. I only do three of these each week, and they've been going fast. So grab your spot at AmandaJoyceWeber.com Sincere Sales before they're gone. I remember this one moment where I was talking to my coach and I was saying, I don't understand why it's not working. I'm going through the motions. I'm doing the things. (laughs) And she was like, "Exactly. okay, mindset coach, why isn't it (laughs) working? (laughs) And it was just like such a powerful reflection there because at the time, like I think that Granted, the program has switched a lot since that initial first like beta test. But I think that when I was going through the motions, like it I hadn't like really figured out the kinks yet, right? Like I hadn't mm-hmm. really figured out what felt in alignment to me. I hadn't really figured out what offers felt good. I hadn't really figured out the kind of people I love to work with. I hadn't really figured out how to get them the results that I was like, so friggin' proud of. Right. Like, and don't get me wrong. People were getting results, but it was just like, it wasn't, it hadn't like clicked. If that makes sense.
1: hundred yes. percent.
0: Yep. think that that was the difference. So when you're I'm talking about it here. And you're saying like, I just feel like so much better on those sales calls. I feel so much more excited about them. Like that is an energy shift. And I just think that that's so important to point out because I think a lot of the times my clients are looking for the thing. Well, like, just tell me what to do different. Like, tell me the thing that's going to make it different. And sometimes it isn't just like a different thing you're doing. It's like, <laughs> it's like a different thing you're doing, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's like creating the offer that actually feels in alignment or working through your fears of getting on sales calls so that you can sell in a way that feels good. Or, you know, just figuring out where that piece of resistance is in your business. And I think like we have all had that at one point, right? So like full permission doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong here, but like when you can figure out where that resistance is coming from and like what's going on there and then step into what feels good instead, I think that you will always see more results. You will always feel more excited. You will always have more fun in your business. Like it's, it, Sounds too simple, like it sounds too good to be true, but sometimes it really is that simple. Like, sometimes I don't mean it's always easy, but sometimes it really is that simple.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree, and I love that you brought in like the energy piece because I'm like totally for the woo as well as the practical. Um, and I, I found for me too, um, something that I noticed was like, especially when I was starting the pivot into design fully, I would start and like, check in with my body. And I was like, how's my breathing? You know, like, how's my body feel? Like, you know, I would, I would have like calls, for example, and I would be so nervous, because I think part of me was like, I'm not like trusting myself, you know, I'm feeling some resistance here. You know, when I started sort of like digging deeper and was like, what's this all about? You know, like, what's really going on here? And I feel like, So often, and I'm sure you see this especially with mindset, you know, we can get so in our heads about it and we think that we can like think our way into feeling good (laughs) rather than like learning how to feel good, like in our bodies and like feel good
0: in our emotions. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I think our feelings can be a giant indicator in our Mm -hmm. businesses. And I think that (laughs) learning to pay attention to those, like, Honestly, no one really teaches you this stuff. You kind of have to go out and find this information on your own and like listen to enough self-development stuff. And like, I don't, (laughs) I think it's just so interesting because, um, knowing those things, like knowing those feelings and knowing like, okay, what is the, what is the thought that's actually causing that feeling? And like, is that a thought that I can shift? Is that like practically something that doesn't feel right in my business? Like, being able to get to the root of that gives Mm -hmm. you so much good information because then you can actually do the work to shift the thought, right? Like if it is just like, I feel uncomfortable on sales calls because I feel super salesy or I feel uncomfortable pitching, like then we can, that's like a practical thing. We can get better at that. We can think different thoughts. We can learn how to like make sales in a way that feels good. Like there's, a lot we can do there, but like it starts with having that kind of understanding that that that's even where you're starting, right? Like having that awareness that that feeling even exists, that like that discomfort is there, and then kind of reverse engineering it, and then you can do the thought work, then you can shift the offering, then you can sell from a place of integrity, like whatever that thing is for you. But I think that knowing that feeling first can be so powerful and such a good indicator. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, exactly. I was going to say awareness is is just so key. And I feel like, you know, sometimes like we jump into business, like you said, without that awareness, because it was never taught to us. And like, as soon as you can bring that awareness and that consciousness to your thoughts and really start to trace them back and like understand, like you said, the root problem, it's like, That's when everything changes because that's when we realize we have
0: the power and the choice to make it be whatever we want. Totally. And I think that one thing that came up for me as you were talking is just that, I believe that the desires that are on our heart are there for a reason, right? Like I don't think that they would be there unless we had some sort of purpose to fulfill there or there was more work to do there, or it was really something that was like worth considering. So when I was talking about this earlier, when I was saying, I kind of kept getting those little intuitive nudges, Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of the universe telling you like like, go. Like, you can do this, right? Like, And I yes. think that it really is just leaning into that self-trust and leaning into, like, really trusting the universe and trusting that big, bigger vision that you have for yourself because no one's going to do it for you. And I think that sometimes we we forget that, right? Like, it's really easy to be like, okay, but, like, I have a business. And I'm making money and this is good. And, like, like, let's just keep going, right? But I think that when you acknowledge like the the dreams that are on your heart are there for a reason and you trust yourself enough to maybe you don't know what it looks like ten steps down the road but you trust yourself enough to take one step forward And then another step and then another step and find the resources along the way that will always bring you closer to what feels like in alignment on a soul level. And like, heck makes you more money in your business too. But (laughs) It will always feel better and it will always yield more results. If you are really leaning into that trust, at least that's how I feel. I don't know. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I feel like the trust both in myself
1: and in the universe, you know, or whatever you want to call it was such a big, a big piece of it. Um, because I think a lot of times, you know, especially when you're making a pivot in business, you know, there's not always the evidence that it'll, you know, quote, work out, you know, like, you're like, okay, I have this really successful business. How do I know that the next one will be just as successful or even more successful? And, you know, there's this, um, there's this scene from, uh, an Indiana Jones movie, which I love. (laughs) And I think it's, uh, it's I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's something with a magic bridge. And basically, okay. he's like standing in front of this canyon, and they're like, "Okay, you just have to step out over the canyon, and the bridge will appear." And it kind of feels like that sometimes in business, you know, where you're like, mm-hmm. I don't like, I feel like the results will be there. I know that, like you said, you know, this dream is on my heart. I know that this is the direction that I'm being pulled in, but I don't necessarily have the evidence yet you know, that it'll lead to success. But it's almost like you said, you have to take, you know, that one step forward, you know, and one step forward and one step forward, you know, and start building up that trust muscle, you know, and also like, you know, believing that, I mean, this is what I believe, you know, that everything is, is working out in your favor,
0: you know, like the universe has your back, so to speak, you know, like, you know, I totally yeah. believe that. Like that whole everything is happening for you, not to you thing. Yes, I exactly. think it's huge here because I think early on in your business and early on in your pivot in general, like I think it's really easy to want to see evidence that things are working almost Mm -hmm. immediately and your brain (laughs) our brains are so fun sometimes they have they're really good at looking for the negative right Mm -hmm. so they'll look for reasons to tell you like it's not working yet or like look this is like look at this setback like this wasn't the right move or like are you sure this was the right move and sort of like turn those things over again and again. And I think that when you can realize that everything, every challenge that's coming up is actually just making you stronger and helping you Mm -hmm. on that path. And when you can fundamentally believe that, now I'm not saying this is easy work, (laughs) but when you can fundamentally believe that, I think it makes it easier for you to keep going. It makes it easier for you to take that next step. Because you're so sure on the result that you want that you're just gonna keep going till you get there. (laughs) Yes.
1: And I think it's also like, you know, going back to like, you know, building success your own way, it's almost like you have to put on the blinders, you know, you have to focus on yourself and not really. Pay attention to other people, like, you know, in your same field. You can't pay attention to like, you know, I've had family members say, like, oh my gosh, you're crazy, you know, for like completely changing your business, you know, turning away like consistent, like recurring revenue, you know, like as a VA, like, why are you doing this? You have to kind of like tune out, you know, like all of those outside influences and be, you know, like so locked in on the result that you're like, I am sure that this is like the way for me. And I'm just going to keep doing it until I get there. That's like really all it is. And locking
0: into (laughs) that again and again and again. I Mm -hmm. think that's the work, right? Like it's one thing to be sold on it when you decide to make that change. It's a completely different thing to be sold on it when all evidence is pointing to the contrary, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) And just to keep doing that work and to get like that locked in and just like reminding yourself why it is that you're doing this or why it is that you started. I think that can be really powerful here too. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. So good. So Haley, if people loved what they heard from you today, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find
1: me in a couple different places um, over on Instagram at Seek Balance Design and uh, my website at seekbalancedesign.com. And did you also mention that you had a free website audit for our listeners? Yes, so this is something that I love to do. And as you mentioned, it's free. Um, So basically, on this audit, it's a 30 minute call where we just go over your website page by page and really make sure it's optimized so that you're able to convert clients with ease. We go over like your calls to action to make sure you're leading your people exactly where you want them to go so that they feel connected to you and they feel ready to take next steps. And also we sort of do an audit of your photos, your design, the content on your website so that it really showcases the best of you and really has your authenticity shining through. And of course, you can ask any questions that you have. And you know, I hope that you really are able to walk away from that call with, with just more clarity on how to better work with your own website.
0: Amazing. I love that so much. So you guys heard it. Go take Haley up on her free website audit. And thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Amanda.
0: It was so fun. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash Shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. blah, blah, blah. Or wait for it. Oh oh my gosh, Haley, I'm struggling today. No, that's (laughs) okay.